You know what sucks? When you go gluten-free and don't feel better. You're doing everything right, and it doesn't seem to be making much, if any, of an impact. Talk about frustrating. You might even be thinking, why am I going gluten-free if I'm not feeling better? You might be considering adding gluten back in. Avoiding gluten is really freaking hard. Before giving up on your gluten-free diet, I need to share with you three reasons why you might still be feeling like crap. By the end of this episode, you'll be able to sit down and you'll see if any of these are, could possibly be the reason why you're not feeling better and you'll have action steps that you can start doing immediately. Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha and notebook, let's dive in. It's really amazing how pervasive gluten is in our lives. Did you know that gluten is often still in your cookware, bakeware, and cooking utensils? It's in your laundry detergent and in your eco-friendly dish soap? It's in your body care products like lotion and lipstick. It's also in vitamins, medications, and vegetable capsules. Gluten is in everything, and it's everywhere. It's stupid. Like, why would you put gluten in vitamins and medication? Why in the world would it be in makeup and lotion? It's there, and it sucks. One of my biggest fears is that my daughter, Brielle, who has celiac disease, will be hospitalized one day and they will not check with the medication manufacturers to ensure that any medication they give her is gluten-free. Then she's going to have to recover twice at best, and at worst, it can worsen her symptoms and it'll make it more difficult for the doctors to treat her. But that's beside the point. Today, I am sharing with you three main, I'll call them categories that gluten lingers and could still be making you sick. You are not failing. You just don't know what you don't know. My job as a health coach is to ensure that you have all the knowledge you need to move forward into health and supporting your body's natural healing process. Let's get started. Number one reason you still feel like crap is that there's gluten in your cookware and your cooking products. Did you know that gluten is on pretty much everything in your kitchen? Unfortunately, it is. To truly remove any possibility of gluten continuing to get into your body, your kitchen is going to need a detox. I didn't know this at first. I didn't know that my earth-friendly dish soap was made with gluten as a binder. And that is why my daughter was still having GI issues for weeks. It was frustrating I knew that we were being 100% gluten-free. Why was she still getting sick? I was washing dishes one day, looked down, and saw the label. And it said gluten right there in the ingredients. I was shocked and angry. Then I I went and did a ton of research. And today I'm going to share with you a little bit of that. Steps to remove gluten from your kitchen are 
look at your cleaning products. Gluten is often used as a binder and a plant-based green surfacent. It is often found in many cleaning products, including dish soap, laundry detergent, and I understand that this is not exactly a kitchen product, but my washer and dryer is in my kitchen, so I consider it like in the category countertop cleaners and it's in your sponges if you have not replaced your sponge or if you have a mixed gluten household where you eat gluten-free and other people eat gluten and you're washing dishes with the same sponge you're getting glutened if the products are not clearly labeled gluten-free your best bet is to call the company and ask sometimes they will say it on the website sometimes they won't and i understand that making phone calls is super annoying but i promise you it's going to be worth it I use 7th Generation. Uh, There are some other uh, products out there, but I just use 7th Generation because I trust them and you can find it everywhere. Pots, pans, bakeware, and stoneware. Your safest bet is to replace everything that's nonstick, cast iron, and has crevices. So you can keep your cookware if it's stainless steel or aluminum. Anything that has been scratched, dented, nooks and crannies can harbor gluten and it can continue to get into your body. You want to make sure that you give them a good scrub with a gluten-free soap and you obviously have a new sponge. If they have, again, any scratches, dents, or any places that gluten can lurk, you should consider replacing them. Unfortunately, cast iron is extremely porous and the science is out on whether re-seasoning prevents gluten from contaminating your food or not. The safest bet is to buy a new one. Stoneware is the same as cast iron. It's pretty porous. Bakeware, full of crevices, you guys. And I know that there's some really good stuff out there, but you're going to have to replace it if it's not glass. Your strainer. No matter how much you wash it, doesn't matter if you put it in the dishwasher, gluten is in those crevices and there's a ton of them. Even the metal ones, you got to replace it. Cooking utensils, again, they're porous. No amount of washing is going to get rid of the traces of gluten. You're going to have to replace them. Your toaster, your toaster. Gluten is all over that thing and every single little tiny crumb is big enough to cause symptoms. If you have a household that does not want to go gluten-free with you you need your own dedicated toaster and you're going to have to make sure it stays safe cutting boards you got to replace them food storage containers any container that has stored flour crackers pretzels bread etc is going to need to be clearly labeled or tossed and replaced with brand new containers for your gluten-free finds you cannot wash away gluten And to prevent cross-contamination, your best bet is to replace them. This goes for your containers for leftovers, too. You're going to need dedicated storage containers for your gluten-free food. I prefer to use glass ones where the little sealable insert can come out and I can wash them all separate because I don't want mold growing either. Cost-effective strategies for setting up your gluten-free kitchen. Be picky about the cleaning products you replace. Dish soap laundry detergent, countertop cleaner, and sponge, most important. In my opinion, the toilet bowl cleaner can have gluten in it. I like to use distilled water and white vinegar to clean my countertops unless it needs to be disinfected. Shop around. You don't have to buy an entire set all at once. You can go to Ikea, TJ Maxx, Ross, and Walmart to find all kinds of good deals. Immediately replace what you use every day and slowly replace the rest. There's no need to go broke. Replace what you use daily and then slowly replace everything over time. 
If you want more information on this, I do have a blog that you can read, and that'll be in the show notes. Number two place that gluten can hide is in your body care products. Again, unfortunately, gluten is a binder in most body care products. Um, again, I have another blog post that will be in the show notes so that you can read more and find out. You can see a list of all of the names of gluten in body care products. So it's not going to just say gluten. There's like they have like all kinds of fancy, you know, names for them, right? If you do not replace all of these products with gluten-free ones, you're going to be constantly glutened. Gluten is in things like toothpaste, mascara, lotion, shampoo and conditioner, detangling and heat protectant sprays, lipstick and chapstick, body soap, nail polish, and again, medications, vitamins, and capsules. You know, like how does that work exactly? Why does lotion or mascara matter, right? You're like, I'm not going to be eating lotion or mascara, Marion. I got some stories and examples. Again, my daughter, Brielle, who has celiac disease, loves to suck on her hair. She's a kid. No matter what I do, she still does it. If she wasn't using gluten-free products, she would for sure be ingesting enough gluten to cause issues. Lotion can, for one, exasperate, exacerbate <laughs> skin issues, for one. And two, we put our hands in our mouth all of the time. We use our hands to eat. They get sticky. We clean off our kids' faces by licking our thumbs and rubbing them. There are so many ways that we, like, our hands touch our mouths. If you bite your nails and you use nail polish, that's another way. Mascara can cause eye irritation and, and it can even cause your eyelashes to fall out. And I know this because it happened to my mom. For years, she could only use two types of mascara. Every other brand would cause all of her eyelashes to fall out. Literally bald eye, eyelids. When she learned she needed to go gluten-free, I told her, hey, you know, make sure you look into your makeup products. And she was like, hey, those two brands of mascara that I use that don't make my eyelashes fall out are gluten-free. Go figure. Lipstick, you're definitely ingesting that. Vitamins and medication, duh. Gluten isn't everything. It's annoying, but there are plenty of options it's worth doing the research. And again, replace the things you use every day. And then the things that you can put on the back burner, go ahead and do that and replace them slowly. Number three, last but not least, there's this thing called cross-reactive foods. These are foods that mimic gluten in the body. And since the body is still in attack mode and you still don't feel 100%, these cross-reactive foods could be the reason. Like if you've detoxed your home and everything's gluten-free and you're eating gluten-free and you're still having symptoms, this is where we're going to have to dig in. Studies show that there are between 16 and 24 foods that appear to cause the same reaction as gluten in the body. Not all of them will affect you. Every person is different, and different factors can cause foods to do this, including intestinal permeability, leaky gut, the level of inflammation in your body, nutritional deficiencies, and individual food sensitivities. We'll have to dive in to figure out what those issues are another time, but let's dive into what foods they are. I'm just going to quickly list them, and again, there is a blog post that I've written. It's in the show notes that you can read all of these again and really kind of you know, chew on and digest the information in written form there. 
milk, oats, buckwheat, sorghum, millet, amaranth, quinoa, tapioca, corn, rice, potato, possibly some other nightshades, hemp, teff, soy, chocolate, coffee, yeast, sesame, and eggs. That's a whole lot of gluten-free replacements and a whole lot of yummy food. You don't have to be overwhelmed though. When you focus on getting most of your foods from from minimally processed sources and you're eating a variety, you're going to, one, not be exposed to any one food too often, but you'll also be able to easily pinpoint a food that makes you sick. To figure out which foods are impacting your health, I suggest starting with getting an IgG, IgA panel done with a naturopathic or functional medicine practitioner. I like to go this route because I don't like over eliminating. Only eliminate the foods that you have to. So when you get a food sensitivity panel done, you can kind of, for one, we'll see how leaky your gut is, but we'll also be able to see the most troublesome food from there and you will be able to make some adjustments. If you want to learn how to eat a minimally processed gluten-free diet, go ahead and download my free Get Started Eating Guide for my Therapeutic Food Framework. Again, that link is in the show notes. It is a great place to start. If you would like extra support and customized guidance, go ahead and schedule a coaching session with me. I'll walk you through my framework, which is going to help you feel better using food and therapeutic diet solutions. You're going to get that lifetime sustainable transformation for your health that you've been looking for in three simple steps. And I'm going to teach you how to act and eat for your health and what healthy plate basics there are, what veggies and all the stuff that all the questions that you have will get answered. We'll create a food baseline. And then from there, we can make tweaks if we need to go a therapeutic diet route. So again, the three reasons why you still might be feeling like crap on a gluten-free diet is that there's gluten in your kitchen cookware and products, there's gluten in your body care products, or you're having an issue with cross-reactive foods. So again, there are links to blog posts that go in-depth on all three of these in the show notes, and you can always schedule a call with me where we can go over what your going through and what your symptoms are and I can help you pinpoint that and then we can schedule a coaching session from there if needed. Stay tuned because next week is going to be a really good episode. See you next time. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health dash coaching backslash until next time friend bye